Well, since it is uh, getting to the beginning of summer, I felt that I should mow the lawn today so that the kids can actually play there without, uh, you know, um, stumbling over cars, which are, uh, you know, abandoned cars in my... I mean, the lawn was unbelievable. It was was so high, it was just ridiculous. So uh, so I cut the lawn, mowed the lawn, and uh, quite successfully, I think. And I started thinking about... The fact that we do cut the lawn, mow the lawn, etc. And, you know, my beard now is very, very full-grown because we are now in the period of time between Passover, Pesach, and Shavuot, which is the period of time between the exodus from Egypt, the birth of the Jewish people physically, and Shavuot, which is the, cel- the celebration of the revelation at Sinai, which is the birth of the Jewish people spiritually. Spiritual birth uh, linked 49 days, or the physical birth, rather, uh, linked by a 49-day period to the spiritual birth of the Jewish people. There's a period we call Sfirat Omer, the counting of the Omer. And uh, originally, and there is a there's a there's a very beautiful it's a very beautiful time. It's a very uh, holy and a very happy time because uh, here we are going from physical birth to spiritual birth, going from freedom of the body to freedom of the soul going from the exodus in Egypt, preparation to meet God, so to speak, at Mount Sinai and have him communicate uh, to us what he wants. It's an amazing, amazing time. Later in history, this time also took on a negative, uh, a mournful aspect uh, for two reasons. Number one, because it was during this time, uh, about 2,000 years ago, that uh, many, many students of the great sage Rabbi Akiva died. And uh, the Talmud tells us they died as a result of a plague. And the reason this plague hit them was because they were not sufficiently respectful to each other. It's an amazing thing. They were not sufficiently respectful to each other. I'm sure they had respect. I'm sure they spoke nicely. I type of doubt that they were uncouth or vulgar or swore at each other. But, but there wasn't sufficient respect, not sufficient respect for each other. And uh, uh, later on in history, uh, and so because, the, I'm sorry, but because these students uh, died during this time, it took on a, a, a mourning component, an aspect of mourning. We don't shave and uh, we don't have weddings during this time, uh, haircuts, etc. So uh, it's a sad time. Later on, certainly for European Jews, Ashkenazi Jews, it took on even more mournful a, uh, a more mournful component, which was because of the uh, First and Second Crusades, uh, during which the Crusaders massacred literally tens of thousands of Jews in France, Germany, the Rhineland, on their way to uh, taking Israel from the uh, Arabs. So uh, it was a tragic time. And the words of Charles Dickens, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. It's the best of times because it's the time of growth, the time that we... Uh, lead ourselves and prepare ourselves for receiving the Torah at Sinai, uh, so it's a very happy time, but it's a sad time because of the uh, these events of history. But in any case, uh, due to this morning, so I'm not cutting my beard, so it's type of like taking over my face. I mean, it's, it's I mean, I don't, thank God this is, uh, this is audio and it's not visual because it's a horrible sight. But in any case, I'm thinking about as I'm mowing the grass, I'm type of like thinking about not cutting my beard and cutting my beard, etc. I mean, I think you can, you can see the analogy here. I mean, my beard and the backyard were looking very similar. Um, now the backyard looks a heck of a lot better than my beard, which is not a good thing. And uh, But I was thinking to myself, actually, uh, animals in the wild, wild animals, do not cut their hair. They do not trim their nails 
At least I don't think so. Maybe they bite their nails. I type, I don't know. Never seen an animal bite its nails. I don't think that, I don't think they do. They don't trim their hair. They don't cut their hair. Uh, that I mean, there's some level of grooming they do, uh, chimpanzees, etc., but not a heck of a lot of it. The human being, however, we need to do a whole bunch of things. We need to cut our hair, we need to shave, trim the beard, cut our fingernails, cut our toenails, do all types of things to take care of ourselves, which are, which don't appear very natural. And, uh, the reason is because they're not natural, because the human being, we believe, is not part of nature. The human being is above nature. In fact, the goal of the human being is not just to be au naturel, that is to say, just to, to, to let it grow, to grow, but we have to be involved not only in growth, but we have to be involved also in the cutting of the grass. Meaning, for a human being, we have to have limitations, we have rules, we have controls, and we also have growth and we have reaching out. In Jewish tradition, we have what's called the positive commandments, things that we are obligated to do, uh, which are expressions of love, of reaching out, of the desire to expand, to make contact with the being whom we love. And then we have prohibitions, things that we're not allowed to do, things that are restrictions, uh, which are related to the idea of awe and fear of God, uh, the idea of... Um, the idea of holding back and contraction. And those are two important things. We find these two ideas also as Revolbi, a very great Jewish sage of this century, actually last century, um, who uh, talks about uh, education as involving what he calls zriya and binyan. Zriya means, means growth, uh, watering, nurturing, sunlight, etc. And binyan, which means building, giving structure. Um, to a certain degree, it's the same two ideas. A parent is obligated uh, not only to nurture the child and let the natural talents and capacities and individuality of the child grow. That's very important, and a parent is obligated to do that, to provide an environment of warmth and happiness so the kid's natural talents can grow, their individuality can develop fantastic thing. But if it's only that, it's not enough. It also has to be structure. That means we have to build uh, brick upon brick. We have to create a structure, rules, morality, um, and yes, that involves restrictions. Not everything which is natural do we do, and not everything which we have an inclination to do do we carry out. And uh, so the parent needs to also build structure as well as nurture. Obviously, if the parent only has builds structure but doesn't provide an environment for nurturing the child's individuality, that's also terrible. It's also very, very negative. So we really need both. We need both for ourselves. Each individual needs, on the one hand, to nurture and to grow their natural talents and capacities and uniqueness, but they also need to know when to cut their hair, when to trim their beard, when to cut their nails. We need to do really, uh, really both. Uh, and that's actually when God placed Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, he said to them, Lo'ovda ulo shomra. Lo'ovda means work it, shomra means guard it. Ovda meaning the positive, do do something positive, work it, nurture it, etc. Shomra means guard it, restrict it, etc. Uh, more more of the prohibition type of idea. So uh, in Jewish tradition, this is uh, this is this is considered this is a very very central idea. We don't automatically say that because you have a natural inclination for something that automatically makes it correct. We have to take our natural inclinations, and as we do with the beard and the and the grass, we uh, we cut it. Uh, we trim it, we, uh, 
we, we have it directed in a certain area. You know, the Talmud says, and I, want, I don't want to get into the details of the idea of mazal, which means the idea of astrology, etc. But but uh, just, just accept for the moment, the Talmud says if a person's born a particular uh, time of the day and of the week, they'll have an inclination towards bloodshed. Oh my gosh, that's terrible! The Talmud says, "What are you telling me? You're condemning a person. Uh, are they going to be, they're, they're going to shed blood?" Talmud says, "No. Well, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that's a bad thing. They may have an inclination for that. They could be a surgeon. They could be a doctor. They could be a butcher, or God forbid, they could be a murderer. Uh, they could be a mercenary, etc., etc. So, so uh, you can take your inclinations and you can channel them in appropriate ways." Um, sometimes they may need to be stopped if the if you have an inclination towards violence, you have an inclination towards theft, right? Those have to be stopped. That's where we cut the beard. Uh, you have an inclination uh, towards, uh, you know, you feel you don't you don't feel uh, nauseous, you don't feel dizzy, you don't feel anything when you see blood. Well, hey, you should be an EMT or a doctor or a surgeon. That's a good thing, right? Uh, you could use it in either way. That's where we perhaps are trimming the beard, not totally cutting it off. And uh, and then, of course, if you have a natural inclination towards helping people and towards uh, towards nurturing and and talking to people, and you're 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 empathetic and sympathetic, etc., then okay, you'll become a counselor, you'll become a rabbi, whatever. Uh, in other words, uh, the fact that something's natural doesn't automatically make it good. Uh, the fact that something is natural doesn't automatically mean we have to go with it, but it means we have to nurture it, we have to direct it in the proper area, we have to perhaps. Uh, make it a nice lawn and a trim beard as opposed to the way I look now and my lawn looked, uh, looked a few hours ago.